Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass, y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hello, welcome back to the channel. This is a fun video that came up. I just had a sudden burst of inspiration this morning and I was like, let's just make a video that just like bang, 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 goes through a bunch of the most common fears and objections that I get from people uh, just like on Instagram or clients that I work with in practice or members of our HA society where you're trying to do the work you are pretty sure you're on the right track, but like there's all of these reasons that make me doubt the process. And so I'm gonna go through a bunch of them today. 
and help you feel better about it because you should, right? I'm not going to like frou-frou you, BS you. This is all true. Okay. So I've got seven of them. Let's begin. So the very first one is I can't recover. Just straight up. I just don't think I could do this. I have no evidence to show I'm doing all the things and it's just not happening. And I just can't get my period back. Telling you right now, your body wants to be able to do, like your body wants to ovulate. It wants to get pregnant. So it is going to try and do this. If it is not working, there's something else contributing to it, right? HA isn't spontaneous. There's no spontaneous HA, right? So there's a contributing factor. So is it actually, I can't eat more? Is it actually, I can't stop exercise? Is it actually, I can't stop obsessing? I can't stop doing a bunch of those things together. I can't stop controlling. Is that actually what you're saying when you say, I can't recover? And then can you actually work on that? Because you physically can, right? There's other things staying in your way. Now, if it's not those, and it is like a physiological thing going on, right? Again, like that's the piece that has to be resolved. It's not that you can't recover. It's that you're not resolving that issue. So really we need to be investigating and we need to be doing deep work on those challenges. And I'll tell you right now, nine times out of 10, it's the former, which is a something you don't want to let go of. There's something in your habits and your behaviors that you don't want to stop doing, whether it's conscious or not. So I'm telling you right now, I'll debunk that right now. You can't recover. You can, you can, you just have to do it. Okay. I'll also add to that, that I brought this up and I put it as number one, because it's like the number one thing we get on our client intakes, their biggest fear is that they can't recover. So what that tells me is that they need permission from us and they need to hear us say, looking at your intake forms, looking at your history, looking at what you're eating, your body weight, yada, yada, we think you can recover. And I've never said to someone that they can't recover. I mean, in our one-on-one intake, like before we, before they even pay me, you know, I do a conversation with you for free, a strategy call. And if it doesn't seem like you're a good fit, like you don't have HA, you have something else. I'll let you know. So we wouldn't technically be working together, but if we're working together, I'm going to, you have HA. (laughs) And this is fully reversible. So here's what you need to know. There is no evidence in the literature literature whatsoever to say that HA is not reversible. It is designed to be reversible. It is designed to be a temporary state. It's a temporary state the body puts itself in, in order to prioritize the functioning of vital organs so that you can be breathing in this very moment today. But for your long-term health, recovering is extremely important. You can do it. Your body wants to do it. It's just a voice in your head that's comfortable, that doesn't want to change, that's telling you you can't recover. Okay. Number two, I can't get pregnant. Again, we have no evidence to show that HA can't be reversed and we have no evidence in literature. Like in fact, it says that there are no adverse pregnancy outcomes. There are no poor birth outcomes related to HA, right? Do I think you have a better chance of like a more comfortable pregnancy after a few months of recovery versus getting pregnant immediately? Yes, I do. But you can get pregnant. If you are having a menstrual cycle, you can get pregnant for the most part. Yes, there are people with unexplained infertility. There are people where that it's not quite simple, but for the vast majority of you listening, if you're early on in your recovery journey, if you just found out about this, or if you know that you're kind of doing things that are potentially holding you back from recovery or holding you back from getting pregnant, right? Like 
you know, there are some lifestyle things or some nutrition things that you just haven't tried yet because there's a little part of you that's like, I don't know if it's that, I don't know if it's worth it. Or there's a part of you that doesn't know exactly what it is you should try, but you have a feeling you haven't tried everything. Follow that instinct before you decide to just go to fertility treatment. So many times, and I'm telling you, we see this all the time. We work with these women every day who have tried treatment, hasn't been successful, or they are not ready to try treatment yet, but they feel like they're going to have to, but they want to give natural recovery and natural pregnancy one more shot. And it happens because that's how the body wants to work, right? So if you have unexplained infertility, there's something rare happening. There's something that we really need to figure out. But for most people, there's something holistic that we can do standing in your way, right? So if you are telling yourself, I can't get pregnant, but you haven't done everything, you haven't even recovered yet, or you've only had a couple of cycles, or heck, you're still only six months in and you're still working on your optimal cycle parameters, like you're nowhere near being able to say that this isn't possible yet. Trust me. And if you're really spinning your wheels on that, book a free strategy call with us and I'll talk to you about your case and we'll figure out like if recovery is the right move for you, or if there is something else that you should be doing. Links to that are in the show notes. Okay. What if it's not HA is the next one. So if you resonate with the ways that HA happens, right? So say if this is your story, you lose your period, something happens, you decide to look into it, you want it back. And you learn about this like HA thing. You're like, maybe you hear my podcast or you read an article or you see something on an Instagram account and you're like, okay, I kind of get this. Like I do, I have dieted a lot and I have actually like lost a fair bit of weight or I do control my weight a lot or I do exercise every single day or I do resonate with these behaviors. (laughs) It's a pretty damn good chance. Like I know it doesn't sound, this is super professional, This isn't like a real professional thing, but it's kind of like a solid diagnostic criteria. If you're missing your period and you are checking the boxes on those behaviors, that's you. And you're asking, oh, if I, what if I don't really have HA? Like, look, there's a chance, you know, your period is missing because you have one of the other like really quite uncommon things or you actually have PCOS and your period's only been missing for two months, right? But if, if you haven't had a cycle for like two years and you control your food and you eat in a certain way and you work out a lot, like you're probably on the right track. And so I just want to encourage you because that's a good thing because HA is way easier to resolve than almost anything else. If this is what you want to hear, trust me, you probably have HA. So just like trust in that, follow the process. You're wasting valuable time questioning it, right? And again, really not sure, like really want to talk it out, book a strategy call with us. I'll ask you the hard questions. We'll figure out, we'll get to the bottom. There are absolutely, I promise you, there have been times where I've spoken to someone and have been like, oh, you just stopped, you're just post-pill like six weeks, two months. Oh, you lost your period for six months because of this like very specific thing you were doing with your sport or whatever, but you're not doing that anymore. Okay. Like a few questions here and there, you know, I feel like your cycle's actually about to come back on its own. If it hasn't in four weeks, message me, but otherwise I think that you're actually on the right track. Like uh, we're honest about it. Right. So we will get to the bottom of that for you. So you can book, book that call. Like that's a, the easiest thing to do. Okay. What if I worry about this forever. This is a good one, right? Like 
I think about this all the time. Every time I go to the toilet, every time I open the fridge, the pantry, every time I think about what I'm gonna have for my next meal. Basically anytime I eat and anytime I go to the bathroom. I'm obsessing about this and in between. Yeah, that's real, right? It's like really hard topic to avoid just due to the nature of what HA is about. I think the part of the process you're in where you're learning about this and you're researching and you're like trying to sort of rebuild your belief system and debunk these myths and build yourself and your confidence back up and be comfortable in a changing body and things like that. It's so common to feel like, whoa, this is taking over my life and I don't wanna feel this way. Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things, but in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference even we have created a checklist it's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery and it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and it will be waiting for you there. So I get it. And I just want to encourage you that like this is a phase of life. This is temporary. Here's two things for you. One, if you're like, but Danny, I've been in this phase of life for four years, two years even. Yeah, there's something stalling you on doing the things you really need to do, right? Because recovery doesn't take two years. Your ability to take the actions you need to take, that's what takes two years for you. I would like for you to look into that and to maybe do something different than what you're doing right now because you can recover and you can move on with your life from this. You don't have to be thinking about this forever, but only if you do something different, if you make it happen. Now, once you have, right, you're in this, you're like, okay, I've been, oops, sorry. Okay, I've been doing this for, you know, a few months and I know I'm on track. I know I'm gonna get my period back, but I want this to like, I'm worried that I'm never gonna get over it. Yeah, you are. Trust me, you are. Am I still obsessed with it? Yeah, because it's my job and I'm passionate about women getting their lives back and getting pregnant. But 
for the most part, it's my work. And I don't think about it day to day. I don't think about, oh my gosh, my period. Am I worried about it? I never do. And in fact, in the HA society, we do these things, menstrual cycle masterminds, and just generally the community calls where people will be worrying about they're on a few recovery cycles and they're worried about like, how my temperatures look, or am I going to ovulate, or I feel like this period's delayed. And we have to remind people now, like, you have permission to chill. Like, it's okay if every period isn't perfect. That's expected because that's how life works. But we tend to get, like, really anxious about it sometimes. And you just need a reminder that, like, it's because this is new and novel and you have some fear and some negative experiences attached. But now that you're in a positive groove, you're having cycles, you're doing it every day, you're getting up, it's going to become second nature and it's going to become, frankly, boring. But you just need to get through this period of time where you like just obsess and learn about all of the information and just like do your digging. You just need to get through that and do it and embrace it. And the sooner you do that and just like go with it and like exhaust it, (laughs) you're just going to move on. But if you are in that mode for multiple years, it's not the obsessiveness about recovery that's the problem. It's the inability to take action on the part of recovery that you're afraid of that's the problem okay another pregnancy one what if i have uh negative birth outcomes because of my heart my parts like what if i have a miscarriage or what if something's wrong with my baby again we have no evidence to show that and i have seen many women because i work with these women all the time right so i get to see them get pregnant and have their baby and watch their their birth outcomes and so far so good guys my baby's awesome she's perfect What if I can't ever exercise again? Just not true. Yes, you can. Like I said earlier about the cycle, like look, the way about the cycle tracking and the obsessiveness, if you are expecting to have a perfect cycle and implement exercise, that's not realistic, right? What you're actually going to do is implement exercise and use the cycle as a guide as to whether or not you can push your back off or whether or not you're eating enough or not to support the training. So actually what you're going to do is learn from this experience and now reincorporate exercise in a much healthier way. So I have tons of videos on this YouTube channel and I have a whole blog post at the hasociety.com forward slash articles. You can just type in the word exercise and you'll see a plethora of videos about and articles about introducing exercise, post-recovery, during recovery, all that stuff. Exercise is safe. It's about how you do it. Exercise, nothing really wrong with exercise. It's just that you've been underfed, underfueled. You're in a chronic state of stress. And so we need to rebuild out of that. Exercise is good. There is truth. Exercise is healthy. Exercising when you have no period is no longer for health. Now that you have a period, let's do it. And let's use tracking our menstrual cycle and understanding that it's there and it's healthy and we're ovulating and our parameters look good. Let's use that as our guide to push and pull back on exercise. That's it. Which brings me to our last one. What if I become obese? What if I never stop gaining weight? What if I just balloon and balloon and balloon? I think this is the biggest and scariest fear for a lot of people. I left it to last. This is really the thing that stops the people from gaining weight or like one of the sneaky blind spots is like eating more, objectively more than you have in the past. And but still there's a level of control. You're like, look, I'm eating more. I'm doing it. But actually, there's still a lot of control around it. And when we ask, okay, well, where do you think that's coming from? It's always coming from weight gain. And you might think, well, no, it's actually, I'm, I just fear what people will think. Well, that's because you fear what people think of your weight gain. So to answer the question, that's not going to happen. You're going to gain weight. You might feel 
like you're obese. Heck, the BMI might even say you are. The BMI says I'm obese. I am not obese. So just stop with that. <laughs> Don't even worry, okay? Your body is going to take you to where it needs to be to heal and operate in its healthiest space and state. It is going to do what it needs to do. It is very smart. It is very intelligent. It is smarter than us, smarter than you. It's smarter than this picture that society has created of thinness being health and being superior. So what we really have to do here is push past and battle through this whole, like, do I want to choose how I'm perceived by being special and valuable or whatever, because that's what I think being thin means. Or do I want to choose my health? So you're not going to. Set point theory is a thing. There is a weight that your body wants to be at to restore. Now there are people who have gotten to those weights and not recovered yet. And that's just because there's a missing piece, you know, see all of the previous points. There's just a missing piece. There's just something else they need to work on in addition. But that weight gain was extremely important. Uh, many people will find they'll gain the bulk of the weight very quickly. Then they'll kind of sit around the same size. And that is a pretty good indicator of where you need to be. You've just stopped gaining weight, even though there is zero restriction on food intake. And that is going to pretty much be all that happens. You're not just going to keep ballooning. If you or someone who has dieted a lot, maybe even have a history of an eating disorder, you have some disordered eating. There is no part of you that is probably even capable of becoming genuinely morbidly obese. I shouldn't think you even know how to do that. You know, what gets people there is so very opposite to behavior-wise, to what you've done in the past, that even if you tried to do that, I don't think you could do that. So you're not gonna become obese. That's just not how it works. It's not how your body works. It's not what your body's trying to do. It's not trying to do, it's trying to ovulate. So if you just give it food, give it the raw materials it needs to literally build hormones and do what it needs to do, it's gonna be good. But the more that you restrict that out of fear of gaining weight, that's the thing that's gonna keep you lingering for multiple years in recovery, trying to find a way to recover without having to actually let your body just gain the weight it needs to gain without fearing that you can't trust it, right? This this fear of like, what if I never stop gaining weight? What if I am obese? Is a lack of trust in your body's ability to do its job. Like I just said, all you have to do is give it the raw materials to do its job. I promise you it will do its job. So your lack of trust in its ability is what's holding you back, not the weight gain. I hope this was helpful. Just kind of freestyle brainstormed this list based on questions and concerns that I hear a lot. If you liked it, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Let me know. If you have a topic request, I would love to hear it. Otherwise, if you want to book one of those strategy calls that I mentioned earlier, just head to the hasociety.com, navigate to our coaching page, or check out the website in general because we have tons of DIY tools in there if you're still trying to navigate this process on your own. And I will say that joining our community, the HA Society, is probably the most valuable thing that you can do in a pinch. Like if you take no other action today, I recommend you join our community and come to our community calls. Listen to all of the replays of our community calls because those are really helpful. You can hear myself or Ashley guide people through really helpful conversations about the challenges and things that you're going through. So if you liked this conversation, you will love all of those. So put the links to those below and cannot wait to talk with you next week. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So Temp Drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. 
it's a wearable device so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning so i'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking all of us at the ha society are and that's the method that we use you know just using a good old thermometer we use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool as a practitioner And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So temp drops accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code so just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code afha society i think too if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, afha society at the checkout that will work too so happy temping and good luck This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. 
So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.